Trisha. Yeah. Just because you see a police car doesn't mean you're under arrest. Oh. <laughs> I know you're it's right. a old habits die hard. They do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is this uh, Sevier County Sheriff's Cruiser is obviously an old one that was donated. It was donated to Alcatraz East. Right. But they love to tell about how it causes traffic to slow down. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, how can you slow down traffic that's not moving? Well, there's certain times of the day. <laughs> I mean, I realize today the traffic on the parkway is just, you know, bumper to bumper. But you know what? In the evenings, it's not. And it does cause people to slow down, so that's yeah. good. So we're this at, is the Christian and Frank show. Yeah, and we're at Alcatraz East. And uh, it's, it's very jail-like. Let's go stand over there. That's okay. the idea. Well, have you ever been to Alcatraz Alcatraz? Uh-uh. Okay, there's a real Alcatraz. Well, I know that. Well, I've been there. I went to, when I went to San Francisco. I think um, I took the boat out Don't to run over. Alcatraz Island. I think Alcatraz means. Um, oh gosh, I'm throwing a blank now. What's the Pelican? I think it means like Pelican Island or something. You know, no, that's Flamingo, darling. You're you're doing oh, Flamingo. No, I can be pel with this neck, with these jowls. I can be pelican. You can. We could. That could be our show, next show, the Pelican and Flamingo the show. Pelican and Flamingo. <laughs> so Alcatraz East. Yeah, there it is. Uh, it looks like a jail. Step up here. Um, you've never been in. I I've never been in. I'm super excited to go in and check it out. It's the new temporary Ted Bundy exhibit we get to go see, and I've been promised that I'm actually going to go get to see some Jefferson Bass stuff. That's right. Uh, I'm going to make sure this episode is sponsored by Bone Zones because it'd be so easy not to. Right. I mean, no wait. It'd be so. It'd be silly not to. It would, yeah. It would be so. So easy it, to it's two. So e what? Yes. <laughs> this episode sponsored by Vowels. <laughs> I feel like you with Sunsphere. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> you almost cried. I did. I really did almost cry. That was I was lovely. so amazed. My, my wife was just cheering for you. <laughs> Our friend Bruce sent, just he's elated. I don't know what he says. I love you almost so much. <laughs> and he did uh, tape uh, construction paper over the screen. In fact, let's drop in that photo. <laughs> Thanks, Bruce. Thanks, Bruce. <laughs> yeah. By the way, anything you say will can and will be used against you in a court of law. Yep, you send it to us. It's going to be on the podcast. <laughs> okay, let's go in and check All it out. All right, we're going to meet with uh, Janine Vaccarello, who's oh, in yeah. charge of the whole thing. All right, here we go. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Escape the law? No, we got a mask. Oh, up. we got a mask up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Krisha. Hey. I love true crime. I love true crime, and I'm already like you have a hard time focusing me, getting me in, because I was already like gobbling up this exhibit. I know, and I've been to Alcatraz East here in Pigeon Forge so many times, but now there's another new temporary exhibit, and Janine Vaccarello is here. Janine, great job, by the way. Thank you. This just opened on Saturday. When? Um, I guess, how long is the, the Ted Bundy exhibit here? We're actually keeping this one for two years, generally, or temporary oh, so we could have come next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm glad you're here now. Because of COVID and so many people not traveling, we're doing both this one and our TBI temporary exhibit for two years. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's excellent. Well, this is an amazing display. As we look around, Krisha, what's the first thing that caught her eye? The dental cast. Ted Bundy's a dental cast of Ted Bundy. Yes, that's like, one of the ways they identified him was from the bite marks on his victims. So this whole exhibit is about Bundy's final days. So um, he had so many crimes, so many victims, sadly. And so this is called, this exhibit is called From Cars, From Car to Incarceration, yeah. Ted Bundy's Final Arrest. So it does talk about his Florida, most of the Florida stuff, 
but specifically his final victim, which was Kimberly Leach, 12-year-old. We do mention the Florida State um, killings, which also is the dental passes from that. Right. Um, because the whole, all the Florida trials were uh, really focused on a lot of the Netflix documentary focused yeah, on that. Yeah. So and you're a Floridian yourself, I so you have a certain it's interest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I think that so many people don't realize how much was in those that final arrest, the final crimes that we can use today to our benefit. With all of our focus on, you know, bad, we also tried to do a call to action. And this exhibit, the call to action is pornography prevention because Ted Bundy's final interview, he talks about that it fed his violence. And that is an excellent point. I mean, we, I've been to Alcatraz, as you know, multiple times, and I've always lingered a little bit longer next to that Volkswagen Beetle, which is right there, around yeah. the corner from us. We'll take a look at that. Uh, that has been on display. You know, one of the two Volkswagen Beetles that Ted Bundy owned. Um, but you're pointing out something that we had, you know, got to think about the missing and exploited angle, the pornography angle. Focus on that, Jenny. Yeah, so in Bundy's final interview, he gave warning. He he did say he recognizes he can't blame pornography, but he wanted to give warning to the public that you should pay attention to what your kids watch and and how they can find and discover oh, it's things. Not, it's not hard to do. It's not hard to do. And this was back before the internet. And he said he definitely felt that specifically violent pornography ignited that beast in him when he combined it with liquid courage. So when you factor in what we have accessible today, which is the internet, and then shelter in place, which they're expecting the pornography numbers to even be higher. I mean, seriously, no one had sad. heard of OnlyFans until the it's pandemic. Sad. It may yeah. have been around before. That's when we all heard of it. That's, you know, the amount of the volume is doubling, tripling, quadrupling. And it's individuals putting themselves out into the world. But what I love about what you guys do here is you do have a call to action for right. your exhibits. And it's not just, hey, come, you know, ogle at some of these things that may be troublesome or that are interesting, but you put a call to action behind it, which is something that I don't think a lot of people realize that you do here. Yeah, it's, it was very important to us when creating this museum. Um, as with all museums, the purpose, the purpose of a museum is to teach education, history. It's our nation's history. So that exists, but we don't want to glorify the criminal. So it's what can we learn from the criminal? What can we learn from what happened to prevent or to encourage law enforcement careers or to encourage community environment, whether it's volunteering for one of these amazing organizations that we talk about that focus on how you can help prevent pornography or how you can help victims. Right. Yeah. So Because as I look on the wall, I can see right there that six of Ted Bundy's victims survived. Mm -hmm. And, and those you know, are just known, known yeah. victims. Yeah. Right. Known. Yeah, there's probably so many that we don't even know, and they suspect more, but those were the ones that they know yeah. for a fact that they could You're absolutely right. I mean, you think about shows like Criminal Minds, and even going back to Silence of the Lambs, when we got into that whole idea of the investigating the, the psychotic criminal mind, mm -hmm. you know, and Mindhunter, and all those right. type of shows, 
it flips the game when you realize we're not glorifying it. We are learning from past tragedy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, not all the times, like Ted Bundy actually did end up confessing. We don't always get that luxury, but you can kind of backtrack for the whether it's forensic evidence and what forensics exist that make us study more or learn more. Um, someone asked me, you know, oh, there's there's actually a decline in these you know serial killers, and I said, oh, that's because of technology, the right. technology that exists, the surveillance that yeah. exists. It's much easier to get caught now. Again, back to Ted Bundy. I mean, we watched the movies and the. Specials, yeah. How many times did he evade capture just narrowly? Oh yeah, just uh, all it took was one happy little incident. Correct. Scooted. Correct. And the, bringing another fantastic point to our exhibit is, and you already mentioned standing behind us is the Pensacola Police Department uniform that was you know during that era, and that was a routine traffic stop. That was a patrol person had no idea who they were about to pull over. In fact, Bundy gave him an alias, which was common back then, you know, because they he were able to connect smart, the though. dots. Yeah. yeah, he often did that. Yeah. It took him two days to know that that's who it was. Right. Yeah. So it's like this unsuspecting patrol officer, David Lee, he had that gut feeling that something wasn't right because it was the middle of the night. He was pulling out of a parking lot of a restaurant that was already closed. And thank God he did have that gut feeling and and ran the plates and saw that it was a stolen VW. And so he pulled him over. I mean, he had a wrestle with him. It wasn't just this passive, right, like, hey, yeah. yeah. And thank God that's what put him away for life. Yeah. Is that routine traffic stop. Somebody doing their job. And, yeah. doing it and approaching, had no idea that right. he was approaching an FBI most wanted. Now before we wrap, Chris, you mentioned the dental imprint, mm -hmm. but also the typewriter. We're going to take a close up of that. Yeah, yeah, and we'll like we're going to get to explore a little bit, and I'm super excited. And really, last question: your curation process. How does that kind of work when you start pulling things in? Um, Bundy's a little bit different because we already had so much on him. Mm -hmm. um, it just depends on who it is, what the topic is. We always engage law enforcement. Um, I did try to reach out to, because we were focusing on last um, Kimberly Leach's family through someone that knew her. Um, they've been very private through the years and right. I am right. fine with that. I totally understand it, but I wanted to give honor to her. So I, you know, we do the quotes of what people said about her. I'm just trying to shine light on this angel in the world now. Um, but so we always, there's an outreach to law enforcement victims, um, and then we just work from there and see what is available that we could get our hands on to showcase. Um, so, and then we also worked with, uh, he, he's passed away, but Bundy's lawyer for the Kim Leach case, which is the case that executed yeah. him, even though he had three oh, death yes. sentences, to Florida State and this one, the 12-year-old Kimberly right. Leach, but it was this one that ultimately put him to death. So this is the one that. Um, wow! All right, so makes sense. Yeah. Which was the trial was in Orlando. The so even though the crime was outside of Tallahassee, this trial was brought to Orlando for because Bundy wanted that for fairness. But um, 
so this lawyer that represented him, he had all, they still had boxes and boxes of all the legal. Yeah, you don't throw that away. All the legal, all the legal correspondence through the years of Bundy and his lawyer. Well, that lawyer passed away, but his son had everything. So we worked with him on getting everything. So the museum has that as part of our collection. So Janine Vaccarello, we're here at Alcatraz East, the island in Pigeon Forge, one of my favorite when, when folks from out of town say, where should I go in Pigeon Forge, I always say Alcatraz East. Yeah. Because, of course, you've got the Dr. Bass exhibit, and I'm completely <laughs> biased. I work for him part-time, oh, so I'm completely biased. But tell Wait, us about... Wait, you work for Dr. Bass? We've not heard that. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. I'm his MC. <laughs> but anyhow, I, so, um, but what else have you got coming up? First, what's the best way to get in touch with y'all? Alcatraz website. Website, Facebook, we're very active on both, so either or is great. Um, we appreciate emails. We appreciate guest comments on what you would like to see. Anything different about buying tickets and that experience? I know you've got the social distancing in effect, and thank you for blocking off the areas so we can do oh, the area. Yeah, we, do, we did take a lot of precautions for post-COVID reopening. Um, cleanliness, you know, that we are constantly encouraging the social distancing. And while we're not wearing masks, right now for this interview, we all have them and we, we will wear them when we go out into the public area. off an area so that we would be okay and that makes sense. Yeah, we do require, as with everyone in Pigeon Forge, it is a mandate right now still, yeah. um, at least through the through the month to And what else is coming up for the rest of 2020 into the 2021? Well, we did open um, our TBI temporary exhibit, so typically we have two temporary exhibits that are six months apart and then they rotate every year, so that way every six months something new is coming out. Um, like I said, this is because of COVID, we're doing two years to give people a chance to see both exhibits, but what we'll do is we'll change items within the exhibit. And then for the, for, because obviously we were greatly impacted with COVID, we're not changing out exhibits as much as we did. Think about the fans who weren't able to come earlier this year right. and, and don't want to miss out, especially on this unbelievably detailed Ted Bundy exhibit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what makes sense yeah. to stretch that out. So we're, but we are planning a human trafficking exhibit area that's a really, like I said, this pornography directly feeds into human trafficking, which is scary in itself. So we are opening um, that exhibit, but it might be the end of 2021 or yeah. even into 2022. And you should back at Christmas time when they decorate the Bonnie and Clyde car with lights. I need to. That's a joke. <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> that would be inappropriate. It's so weird. <laughs> All the little bullet holes light up yeah, at Christmas time. They, they twinkle like stars. <laughs> But we are planning to do a Prohibition event, the end of Prohibition was December 5th, so we're doing something fun for that this year. We figured 2020 is a year people want to celebrate, yeah. right, yeah. like the end of the Prohibition. So will you be able to find any moonshine nearby? I know, right? We are probably a moonshine capital of the world here, right? <laughs> Thank you so, so much for all of these. Oh, you're welcome. We know that you have more to do. You've got a lot of stuff. You're busy lady. Yes. All right, Janine Vaccarello. It's Alcatraz East. I highly recommend it. Come check it out. Now, Krisha, you and I get to go uh, explore a little bit. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, hi.
It's Hi. weird because from this side, Ted Bundy is looking down on us from the TV. Yeah. On the TV, he's talking back behind. Yeah. Look at that. Ew. Yeah. So this is Ted Bundy exhibit, and we're getting to like poke around a little bit. And I was. This is the dental cast that I mentioned. And they were actually able to identify. They were able to identify one of his victims by a bite mark. Yeah. And then the typewriter, because he insisted on defending himself in what two of his trials? Yeah, he's, um, he was smart, but crazy smart, you know. But here's the crazy thing: the lawyer that he was defending himself against loaned him this typewriter because he wanted it to be a fair thing. Okay. Yeah. So he, look at this murder kit down here. Oh my heavens. Oh wow, I mean, you and I are both fascinated by true crime. As I mentioned to Janine, she was surprised to know that I actually worked part-time for <laughs> a forensic anthropologist. But because obviously I've got a scientific yeah. interest in this stuff. And, and just, you know, it's such a huge, like Ted Bundy is such a huge story. Yeah. in our country and yeah. of course it's not it's not like oh it's so cool but no, it is so it's tragic but what makes it cool is the investigation and the things that go behind it and yeah. all of the different stuff that you have no idea happened and if you're interested in those things this well, is where you can figure it out let's show now during our conversation with uh, Janine she focused on Bundy's final arrest which is documented quite She's a bit his here arrest record so that's amazing that they that they're able to access all this stuff and, and find a way. But it's the right place for it. I mean, where else would you put it? You know. And the tribute to Kimberly Leach. And then on this side, we're talking about our tripod. Oh yeah, we're talking about all the different ways to try to prevent crimes like this. And that's ultimately a message here, Doc East, Is let's acknowledge these yeah. tragic crimes, but stop them. Right, and just education. It's an education in existence. Like, look at all those beautiful women who are the victims of Ted Bundy. That's just... It's, it really is. I just, I love the way that they put their exhibits together. That's here. his uh, Volkswagen, one of his two Volkswagens. I mean, we're not a reproduction actual. It's, yeah, it's the actual, and that's the one I think that she said that he was pulled over in. Yeah. With the officer. Right, because the first one he had gotten rid of right. at some point. And let's see, look, here's a mug shot. And he was, I mean, it's hard to say this, Krisha, but he's a handsome devil. I mean, right, and that's the thing is that so many people are just normal people. Like, you could yeah. walk around and you would pass them in the grocery store yeah. and you would not know. And I mean, we all have friends that we think are serial killers, but really, it's probably the normal looking guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're pretty normal looking. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much to Alcatraz East for letting us come and check out this exhibit. And like she said, it's going to be here for two years. Yeah. And, and so there's not... So I do feel a little guilty about asking for special access the day before it opens to the public, but they said yes. <laughs> Why? Why would you feel guilty? I am playing along. It is this. opening. Yes. That's right, and, and when you'll see this, of course, it's opened on Saturday, so... Yeah, so and they, uh, they, they let me park uh, illegally. Apparently, I carry some sway around here. You must. Did you know that? You must. I, I, they said, here, you can use the employee restroom, and we'll... Uh, and, where's, <laughs> and tell Krisha to park, just park in the employee illegally marked spot, and we'll go let her in the back door. And they did. They so. let me in the back door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. So, Krisha. Yes. This episode of the Christian Frank Show is brought to you by 
Bonezones.com. Don't, Don't forget, forget the S. The S. <laughs> Bone and Zones. And we're, I feel like we're standing in the Bone Zone. It's the easiest commercial to do because we're here <laughs> still at Alcatraz East in front of photographs of Dr. Bass. And you were just showing me. Oh, cremains. Uh-huh. And bones, bone fragments. There's some teeth over here. And this is, like, this is my jam. This is, this gives me happiness. And this screen is when you're, when you're excavating a body, you would put the dirt through here and catch the bone fragments in it. Right. It's kind of like when you go mining, like gem yeah. mining up in Gatlinburg. It's the same thing, except you're looking for bones. And you use different size screens during the course of the, the sift. So this mm -hmm. is a tighter screen down here. So you start with the big and then keep, when you work your way down to the tiniest of fragments. And, and then, and then you have pictures of Dr. Bass, of the shovel. Where did the shovels from? Um, I guess from burying somebody. I guess so. And then, like this whole area is so so cool. So here are a lot of the Jefferson Bass books. Mm -hmm. And let me get out of the way. These are what you can buy at BoneZones.com. You can get the autographed <laughs> versions of all of these. Yep. They got the complete collection. And so one, an actual lab coat from Dr. Bass too. My mom was in nursing school and she was um, at the Fort Sanders nursing school. Yeah. And she met Dr. Bass and he let my mom come to the body farm with him one time. And I don't even know if he remembers her because I'm sure he's done that with a million students. He's pretty bright though. But um, I remember my mom talking about going to the body farm. And so I've always been obsessed with it. Oh. And I just, I love it. And I love all the books. Yeah, so when you go to BoneZones.com, you can get some souvenirs that are uh, pictures of Dr. Bass on the t-shirts. You can get them autographed. You can get you just get Yeah, if you just want a picture, an autographed picture of Dr. Bass, we got that for you. Yeah. All sorts, I said we, because I guess technically I do technically. some I just work on the side, <laughs> side hustle for BoneZones.com. All of your hustles are side hustles. At this point, they are. Okay, we'll get out of the way so people right. can go. <laughs> but we can continue, well, now that we're done with the commercial, uh -huh. I can show you a couple other things here in the morgue and Crime scene, right, that's crime lab. Much where we are. So there's a, a fake body. Artie was fascinated with the fake body. It's really. I cool. had to show him on the video that okay. you know it's not a real person. It's just a pretend autopsy. And then over this way, fingerprints. I want to show you this machine right here. Okay. You know, Dr. Bass, and in the Jefferson Bass books, you'll read a lot about Art Bohannon. Yes. Who was a Knoxville Police Department investigator. And he was trying to find a way to find fingerprints of children that tended to disappear because they're mm -hmm. water-based. Before puberty, your fingerprints are water-based. Afterwards, right. they're oil-based. So the children's fingerprints would evaporate and disappear like if they were in a car and he wanted to prove that they had been in that car mm -hmm. of their kidnapper. So we invented this machine which takes fumes from superglue and, and heats them up mm -hmm. and blows them onto um, onto the whatever it is he's trying to get the fingerprints from. And this is the actual original homemade Radio Shack fan wooden box vacuum tube. And Art Bohannon is Severe County native, and I feel like I have to be related to him because he spells Bohannon the same way that my maiden name is. So he has to be like my uncle or something, right? Okay. I would think. And then, so that's kind of the, you see that all the time where they fume for fingerprints mm -hmm. on every show with the vapors from Super Glue. So here's some more advanced version of it where they were showing you know they would heat the super glue and mm -hmm. fume it in the case to get the prints off the gun and that's kind of what art invented and then here we see the scope shows you the fingerprints show up and it was amazing to me is this worldwide thing you see on every movie every tv show 
is from Knoxville. It was started right invented here. Invented in Knoxville and a Sevier County native, which is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. All right, Frank. I feel like we need to go explore. Okay. There's a picture of uh, one of Ted Bundy's Volkswagen Beetles. And then... Do you dude. think I could go lay in there in the, in the passenger seat? No. 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 Why, am I too big? I mean, yes. All right. But no, they, um, you know, I, I don't want to, like, I don't want to give away the ghost here. So I don't want to, like, you know, yeah. am I okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't want to show the whole, I don't want to show everything behind us. Oh. So I'm trying, I'm trying to cheat a little bit because okay. I want people to come here and see all the other cool stuff that they have. Yeah. That, you, but, you know, the thing is, you've got time. Mm-hmm. But the social distancing here you can definitely tell oh there's spots on the floor right that tell you so that's why we're good and, yeah um you know you and your group your party have to stay away from the next group of party we're now out in the open to the public area so we masked up yeah but i'm fascinated by the volkswagen beetle and by the stories including the, the part about how we had the fake cast on his arm to right. to get sympathy which you saw they used that in the movie silence of the lambs they took the some true things from right. ed gein and Ted Bundy and others, and applied them to Jim Gunn, the killer, the fictional killer in right. Sounds of the Lambs. And it, it's really cool once you start researching this, or you even walk through this, some of the things that seem familiar that have been used in movies and in radio shows oh, yeah. and in TV shows, because it was such, it, I mean, 30, 32 victims that he admitted to? That's, that's awful, a, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. And then that's the Bonnie and Clyde car, you see. But that's not the real... The reason I, I made the joke about that one, Christian, mm -hmm. is that one's from the movie. The that movie. one's that one's Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway used oh, that car. Warren Beatty. So that's why I made the joke about Christmas lights <laughs> popping out of the artificial bullet holes that were put in by the movie special effects people. But this one, that's the real deal. Real deal. And over there is A.C. Cowling's white Bronco. That's the one, you remember there were two white Broncos in the O.J. Simpson case. There's the mm -hmm. one, the murder car, if you will, that O.J. drove personally. <laughs> the well, because yeah. it had blood all over it. They had to take the whole thing apart. <laughs> and then that one was the one that he tried to escape going down the 405 freeway during the slow speed chase. 22 miles per hour. And that's the original one also. Yeah, and so Alcatraz East, not only do they have the Ted Bundy exhibition, they also have some Dr. Bass. Uh, they've got, we got to go over to the CSI lab and check yeah. out my friend Dr. Bass and his exhibit, the Art Bohannon fingerprint exhibit. Mm -hmm. They've got the TBI, the temporary exhibit from the TBI. I mean, they, you, they, go, through, they go all the way back to like pirate days mm -hmm. and take you through the history of crime as far back as we can conceivably go in this era and take you all the way up to the modern time through the uh, looking crime scene investigation, then the forensics lab. Then famous crimes, they got John Wayne Gacy stuff, serial killer section, assassination section. Yeah, it's uh, a super cool place. Yeah. I've never been in here. Well, let me take you around. All right, we're going to do it. That was cool. Oh, man. That I was loved really it. cool. I loved it. I, and we could spend, I mean, last time I was here, I think I spent an hour and a half, two hours. Oh, it's easy to do. But they, I like what they're doing because they're not, they're not letting as many people in typically as they would. Mm -hmm. They're keeping social distancing. But I mean, just the stuff that we walked past that we didn't get to see today, as we were coming, I'm like, we have to come back. Oh, yeah. We have to come back. And, and Brian, who obviously remembers me yeah, from thanks, last Brian. time I was here, uh, said we can come back and, and film some more. Uh, we picked a crazy 
busy time on a Friday afternoon to record this because the exhibit opened now for you, past tense, mm -hmm. on Saturday uh, for a holiday weekend going into fall break for a mm -hmm. lot of families. And yeah, it's very crowded in there. And the fact that they were able to actually close off the yeah. Ted Bundy exhibit for the few minutes that we were talking and let us check it out yeah. and we thank them so much and we but also it gave us the opportunity to share that with you so it was like yeah. you're you're also you got to see it privately so we hope that you get to come to Alcatraz East I don't know why I'm moving like my whole body when all I have to do is was, like move my hand just step forward. no I could just move my hand but what do I do this is like gonna be one of those weird ones isn't it All right, well, thanks so much for uh, watching the Christian Frank Show on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Follow us on all the socials. You can follow us Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Krisha and Frank. And also listen to the audio version of this and all of our podcasts on any of your favorite podcast apps. So I'm finding out half of our friends are listeners and half of our friends are viewers. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean Megan listens and Bruce views. So that's really that's, all I got. That's our I friends. Got, I got two. We got friends. <laughs> and one of them is your child. All right. All right. Well, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another exciting episode from the podcast porch. Woohoo! I'm Krisha. And I'm Frank. Bye. Bye. It looks good. You know that looks weird, right? <laughs>